0: the lord praise the lord praise the lord praise the lord Lord jesus christ i would like to welcome all of you to the third day of the word seminar 14 days word seminar this is day three we still have a number of days to go and we are looking forward to what the lord has for us first of all uh, i have a few questions that a few people asked me through my Instagram concerning I I don't think I'll see all of them but the ones I'm able to see I'll try to answer let's pray father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ thank you for your love thank you for your grace thank you for your kindness we worship you we give you the praise we give you the glory Holy Spirit of God thank you for today's meeting Lord the eyes of our understanding enlightened tonight Lord your word comes to us In a unique way that causes us to soar and fly high above faith increases in our hearts and our lives when everything again in Jesus mighty name amen now we've been on this topic and we've seen through the scripture um the topic of you know faith we've seen the topic of faith has um, explained let's start from hebrews chapter 4 very interesting verse of scripture over there he says let us therefore fear lest the promise being left us of entering into his rest any of you should come short of it he says for unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them but the word preached did not profit them not being mixed with faith in them that heard it that means those who heard it Okay, those who heard it did not have any significant thing happen to them. Those that had the result of the word of God are those that mixed it with faith. So when you read a verse of scripture like that, the next thing that comes to your mind is you now begin to ask relevant questions. Like for example, when you, you, you um, read, he said, for unto us was the gospel preached. Unto us was the gospel preached? as well as unto them. When was the gospel preached to them? When, the, when was the gospel preached to them? He says, For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. So it shocks me, because when you see, in First Corinthians chapter 10, it says the church in the wilderness. He called them the church in the wilderness. So something was preached to them. He said that same thing was preached unto us. He says, The same thing that was preached to them, was the same thing that was preached to us. But it said to them, it did not profit them because it was not mixed with faith in them that heard it. In verse 3, he says, For we which have believed do enter. We who have believed do enter. I'll come into this, and we first of all began with, first of all, to know what faith is, we need to look at the things that corrupt faith. The things that do not make faith work, because there are things that don't make your faith work that do not make your faith potent when look at, uh, let's look at um, Hebrews chapter 12 i started with Hebrews chapter 12 he says that wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses he says let us lay aside every weight and sin which, which doth so easily beset us and let us run so the 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 apostle here is not saying let us just run because it's easy to just say let us run let us go for it let us go for but he's saying that even before you begin to run he said first of all lay aside the weight because some people's problem is not that they are not running some people's problem is that they are running but they have weights with them and i began to identify some of the weights i didn't crack the weights from my mind The same people that he said unto us was the gospel preached as well unto them but the word which was preached on did not profit them well because it was not mixed with faith the things they did are the things that we brought out so what did not what what didn't make their faith work what made them not produce results and the first one i identified it for you i said it's because they look back into egypt with their hearts now Turning back, when you see these kind of things, they look very simple and like, oh, these are very simple things that the people are doing and it does not really, you know, have so much of a replication. But look at um, biblical symbols that are given to you concerning something like turning back. He said they turn back to Egypt in their heart. Now, the Bible, I want not show you a scripture. You know, anytime the scripture refers us to something, anytime the scripture refers us to something, um, you have to be very, very, you know, alert. When the Bible says something, you have to be very, very alert. So, look at this. Luke chapter 17, verse 32. Read it in your room wherever you are. Read it in your room you want to go. No, 32. 32, re- read it. Jesus is speaking and says, remember Lot's wife. Remember Lot's wife. What did Lord's wife do? What did Lot's wife do? Lot's wife looked back. Was there something in Sodom and Gomorrah that if you look there, something will happen to you. It, that wasn't the case because the same Sodom and Gomorrah that he turned, she turned back and turned into a pillar of salt, that same Sodom and Gomorrah, Abraham was looking there. While interceding for them, Abraham was looking there, the same place. But Lot's wife, when she turned back and looked, there was a, a difference between where Abraham was looking And where Lot was looking, and where Lot's wife was looking. When Lot looked back, her heart had turned back. Abraham looked at Sodom, but his heart was not looking there. I used, you know, something like, um, yesterday I used some secular music as an example. I said, Some people can be sitting down and secular music will be playing. Like, for example, I can go to a wedding, you can play secular music all you like. Doesn't move me. I might even shake my leg because of the beat or something. But God knows my heart is not there. I have gone past it. But for some other people, the Lord might tell them, don't go to this place, don't go to that place because of one song you hear. Because God knows the state of your heart that when you look at those things, your heart will look with it. it. Says, Remember, Lord's wife. Anytime God tells you, Remember something, take note. She turned into a pillar of salt. Look at verse 33 when he was talking about Lord's wife. He said, Whosoever shall seek to save his life shall lose it, and whosoever shall lose his life shall preserve it. This is kingdom economy. He said, remember Lord's wife. He turned back to Egypt in their hearts. Then the second one, they complained and they murmured. They, they complained. The people were full of complaints. And they murmured. There was no thanksgiving. One day, I was with I was with Brown. And my mom was sitting at the back of the car while we're going. I, said, I, I began to, to preach about Thanksgiving. And Brown was not the one I was preaching it to. I knew who, who I was preaching it to. Because growing up, they were so full of complaints. And our life is this, and our life is that, and this is this, and this is that. And that they have been praying, and that this has not happened. And I sat, I said, I look at it, I said, young woman, you have five children. Not one is dead. Not one is dead. Someone has just one, he has lost it. Someone has just has one child. The person has lost. I began to I began to talk about Thanksgiving. I said, learn to thank God for his finger. So that you can see his hand. These people saw things. These people saw things that people would never see. And you could see that the memory was a state of their hearts. They were never grateful. There's no, th- there's no faith without thanksgiving. I said there's no faith without thanksgiving. When you thank God, you're actually expressing your faith. Anytime you thank God, you are expressing. Bible says that, and do not be anxious for nothing. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. And all things through prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. They never thank God for the manner. There was no day that the Bible said that they gathered and they thanked God for the manna. They did not thank God for the manna. The day the Red Sea even parted into two. The Bible records that and Moses sang, but the people didn't sing. When the Red Sea parted into two, it was called the song of Moses. The song you sing, among the gods, among the gods, who is like thee. Moses sang it. That song was sung by Moses. I don't know if he sang it the way we sing it or he sang it another way, but he sang it. The people did not chorus after him, as long as they are concerned. You see, they started, they started that that attitude of ungratefulness right from the Red Sea. Now, number one, you came out of Egypt, no thanksgiving. By the time you go to the Red Sea, you say, Moses, you have brought us out here to kill us. You have brought us out here to kill us. Then you say, Oh, Moses, at least thank you for the first time we have seen outside Egypt. For the first time, nobody is putting cane at our back. To force us to build. So even if we are at the Red Sea, Moses, you just pray to your God, but for, at least we are thankful that we are here. After they cross the Red Sea, still no thanksgiving to God. So God saw these people, they were his project. They were, he, God knew that he has to take something out of them because with this attitude, they can never see the promised land. They were not grateful. They were not grateful. Romans chapter 1, verse 20. He said, for the invisible things of him, he's talking about from the beginning of creation, he's talking about man. He said, for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Verse 21. He says, in verse 21, he said, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, Neither were thankful. They were not thankful. And because they were not thankful, he said they became vain in their imaginations. And their foolish heart was darkened. Let me tell you this. When you read the Bible and a revelation comes to you, thank God. Encourage the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, So Holy Ghost. Thank you for showing me this thing. Thank you. Thank you thank you thank you for showing me this thing you, you see a little progress thank him the whole month your profit for your business was thousand cities thank him neither were they thankful so people think thanksgiving is just one oh let's just do it. We just think. it is so important Neither were they thankful. Rather, they were complaining, they were murmuring the same God. What did God expect them to do? God expected them that they, by, they will use the memory. They will use the memory of the parted sea to believe him for the meat. Are you seeing? Because he said in the book of Psalms, he said, remember his mighty acts. So God doesn't want us to forget. So we come to him, thanking him for what he has done, and we use the memory of what he did to now make our petitions. Lord, you did this for us. Thank you. And because of that, we can believe for more. Use the memory. But these guys were always complaining and memory. Always complaining and memory. If you want to do mighty things for God, avoid complainers. They will cripple your faith. They will cripple your faith. And now God has not done anything for me. Are you serious? Are you sure? Should we start listening? After I finished preaching that message in the car, my mom got down from the car. She said, Thanksgiving is very important. I said, yes, it's very important. Go and thank God, first of all, none of your children are dead. Go and thank God, first of all, that you are not dead. What should God do again? What should God do again? You were sick. The the whole of your waste was, was, uh, I'm just giving an example. You could not walk. Now, after joining one service, Now, half of it is healed. All you can think about is God should do the other one. God should do the other one. Are you serious? Look at Paul's language. He said, He who has begun a good work. He's not even saying that God should do the the rest of the work. He said, He who has begun. He's already thanking him for the beginning. He said, He who has begun a good work. He said, He is faithful. complete it he's faithful to complete it he's thanking him so once it was two legs that was paining you and in the service one got healed is that consistent you know some people sang when you heal you heal completely not really (laughs) not really when he heals sometimes he does it partially can I show you let me show you in the Bible Ten lepers came to Jesus Christ. All of them were healed. But they were not made whole. When one came to thank Jesus, Jesus now made him whole. So the rest left it partial. So some... (laughs) He is God. Sometimes he will do it half. Then you thank him. Then you thank him. Then you see the rest. Is it not the same Jesus... Who healed the blind man? The man washed his face. He said, I see men as trees. The healing was not complete. The healing was not complete. Sometimes he can do it partially. Bible says, and Abraham was strong in faith, giving glory to God. He was always giving glory to God. He was always anytime Abraham wake up, say, Oh God, thank you. Oh God, thank you. Glory. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Memoring and complaining can give you cancer. Bible says that a broken spirit, it said, it up the bones because of memory. Some people did not enter the promised land. Can you imagine? So it shows you how serious God takes thanksgiving. And Moses, we have not drunk water. And Moses, we have not drunk water. You brought us here to kill us. The the, the same line. They always using the same line. Moses, you brought us here to kill us. So Moses was not even tired. One work I'm doing for God. Every day I brought you here to kill you. You didn't die at Red Sea. No, no. Think about it. You didn't die at Red Sea. Is it at inside the wilderness? Now you are about to cross to the promised land. Is it there that I'm now coming to kill you? You didn't die at Red Sea. Bible says that the sandals on their feet, it never got wo- worn out. They never had to change sandals. If a baby was born with sandals, the sandals grew on their feet. Bible says he brought them forth with silver and gold, and they were stand feeble in their midst. All the years they walk in the wilderness, nobody got sick. Yet they still complained. Yet they still complained. Look at Deuteronomy 29, Deuteronomy 29 verse 5. He says, and I have led you 40 years in the wilderness. Your clothes are not waxing old upon you. Moses is speaking. He's telling them, he said, I led you for 40 years in the wilderness. He said, your clothes did not get old. And thy shoe is not waxing old upon thy foot. Ye have not eaten bread, neither have ye drunk wine or strong drink. That ye might know that I am the Lord your God. And when ye came unto this place, Sihon the king of Heshbon and Og the king of Bashan came out against us unto battle, and we smote them. I mean, these guys were always seeing the glory of God; they were always seeing miracles. You know, one of the one of the big deceptions that can ever happen to you is when you now get used to miracles. You are so used to miracles. Your uncle, you were expecting some money and your, man, your uncle called you and gave you the, and, and gave you the money. You say, hey, my uncle actually, is not, this was not anything about God. It's my uncle. He usually likes to give me money. Wait on it. Wait on it. God knows how to now close your uncle. You will now know that it was God. Has a door opened for you before that you have gone through? Another time you try to go through, you realize the door has been closed. Sometimes God wants to just show you something. thing. The third thing was that they were weak in their soul. They were fearful people. And the fear, the kind of fear that these people had, it was transmittable. It was an infectious disease. Because it was a corporate fear. They grew up like that. When one person is fearful, he does not keep it to himself. He makes sure that he extends the fear, the virus, to his friend, so they were corporately. Bible says they all lifted up their voice and cried. Look at verse thirty-three. That's Numbers chapter thirteen. And there we saw the giants and the sons of Anak, which come of the giants, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. Verse thirty-four. The next chapter. Yeah. And all the congregation lifted up their voice. Ah, ah. <laughs> the whole congregation, millions. Nobody could come out and say, Ah, no, 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 no. Except for Joshua and Caleb. He said, and all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried, and the people wept that night. The whole night. They forgot the red sea. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses. Look at the emphasis on murmuring. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, Would God that we had died in the land of Egypt. These people could not forget Egypt. And now when I was not born again, when I was not I had to sugar daddy who would give me money. Now when I was not born again, I knew some man that he can give me money. Now you said, church, 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 church. I've given my tithe. I've given my offering. Now I don't even have any money in my account. You cannot forget Egypt. He said unto them, he said, Would God that we had died in the land of Egypt? Or would God we had died in this wilderness? He said, We should have rather died in Egypt, though. He said, if we had died in Egypt, like they'll bury us now, wilderness, no family member to come and bury us. And wherefore had the Lord brought us into this land to fall by the sword, that our wives and our children should be a prey? Were it not better for us to return into Egypt? And they said one to another. I told you, I said it's a corporate fear. They, they said one to another. It, be careful of your friends. And they said one to another. Let us make a captain and let us return into Egypt. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. And Joshua the son of Nun, and Caleb the son of Jephunneh, which were of them that set the land, rent their clothes. Oh God. Oh God. You know what excites me? In every generation, if everybody turns his back, God surely has somebody. He said these two guys they rented their clothes something was about these guys they didn't al- allow the fear virus to attack them Oh, I know why Joshua was like that I know why Joshua was like that you know why let me tell you why Joshua was like that one of them who was like that was Joshua was because anytime Moses was going to see God Bible says that he was Moses servant he will be standing outside he will not see God though but he doesn't want to see God he wants to see Moses so anytime God talks to Moses, he will come and listen to okay. So Moses, what did God say? At least God does not want to talk to me, but he wants to talk to you. No problem. He should keep talking to you. But you talk to me. The value is the same. So so Joshua was full of faith. Anything Moses heard from God, Joshua will hear it too. Joshua did not side with the people. Let me tell you, siding with the people who will let you catch their virus. Siding with the people will let you catch their fear. Siding with the people, look at look at how all Christians were scared of coronavirus. Till date, some churches have not opened. 31st night, all over Nigeria, churches did not open to have 31st night. Pastor Chris had it, nobody has died. Deadly pandemic. is sick, nobody has died. He had it, everybody sat, no social distance, no nothing. Everybody sat down in Nigeria. We had IPPC. IPPC, we were almost about 30,000 people who were sitting close to each other in IPPC. Am I not sitting here? A different spirit. I thank God for a man of God, Pastor Chris. A different spirit. While everybody was scared, he told us no. If you belong to Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed. We live scripture real time. A different spirit. In the midst of a pandemic, people don't want to even gather 100 people. We had a meeting, 10,000 people gathered. We are all here. In the midst, I mean, God was healing serious sicknesses. I, listen, I knew we would have that meeting. I knew we would have that program because I remember, I was, the first time I decided to pray, the Lord said to me, that meeting will come on and pe- the people will come. I said, Lord, they are threatening people with Marks. What happens? It's better to listen to God. God is not subject. Are you listening? God is not subject to the laws of any land. He's God. So that was my confidence. My confidence of having the meeting was not that I could have. If my confidence was what God said, and the people will come. So Joshua was of a different spirit because he was hearing different information. While well, you have always tend to see CNN and BBC, sometimes tune to God then, eh? Good to go. tune to GNN. Tune to the scriptures. Tune to the voice of God. And hear what is happening real time in heaven. There you will hear, fear not my child. A thousand shall fall by thy side. 10,000, he said, but it shall not come 90. Only with the eyes shall you see the reward of the wicked. While people are scared, hey, we can die, okay. You, 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 you wake up in the morning. You have, you have tuned to GNN, God news network. While you tune there, you are hearing, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He said, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely, surely, he says surely, he, he shall deliver thee from the snail of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. When I tune in that, in, in that arena, I sit, I'm sit, i sitting in, in, in a car and the driver is not seeing his steering. I'm not thinking of part of the people who die. I'm rather thinking about how many people will live with me. I am covered. I am covered. I am covered. It's not a prayer point. I'm covered. It's my knowledge. You see, it's my knowledge. Their corporate fear. The fear had eaten them up. He said, they said one to another. They said one to another. Let us make a captain. Let us go back to Egypt. Joshua was different. Joshua was different. Joshua was the apprentice of Moses. He was hearing different things i said when you side with the people you'll be affected with their pressure don't side with the people you'll be affected with their pressure don't side with the people you'll be affected with their pressure aaron should have followed moses when he was going to take because aaron did not follow moses by the time moses came back the people had pressured aaron to make a new god So, me, I can be there. Nothing will happen to me. Me, I can be there. Nothing nothing will go wrong with me. I can be there. Nothing will happen to me. No. 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 Follow the leader. Follow the leader. The one you see that is hearing from God. Follow him. Don't follow your friend. The leader is saying, we are doing 2 million copies. Your friend said that. No, no, no. You You see, we need to save. You see, we need to save. Because life is not like that. Life is not like that. Hey, what about tomorrow? You don't think about tomorrow. Tomorrow, what shall happen tomorrow? If something happens tomorrow, you are thinking something bad will happen tomorrow. Where's your faith? Where's your faith? Yes, something bad will happen tomorrow because you expecting something bad to happen tomorrow. Something bad will happen tomorrow. I've been giving for many years. Those who saved when I was giving, where is their money? Show me your money. Where is your money? Make unnecessary noise. Verse 5. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. And Joshua the son of Nan. And Caleb the son of Jephunneh. Which were of them that said the land rent their clothes. They rent their clothes. And they spake unto all the company of the children of Israel saying the land which we passed through to search it is an exceeding good land if the lord delight in us then he will bring us into this land and give it us a land with fruit with milk and honey i want to give you some breaking news you want to hear the breaking news the breaking news is that the majority are not always right millions of the people said, let us make captain and go back to Egypt. Only two said, that, let us stay over here. The majority are not always right. The fact that people are trolling us, that we are rather stupid, we are speaking against vaccine. They said, that we would rather don't have say. Doesn't mean they are right. Let me talk about the vaccine for two minutes. I said, Take your vaccine. Me, I don't have a problem with your vaccine. Take it. But once you take it, you are supposed to be immune. Am I right? Yes, Since you take, oh, you're not supposed to be immune. If you are not supposed to be immune, then it's just you just drank porridge. If you take the vaccine, you're supposed to be immune. So why are you worry about me? Am I dying or death? Don't worry about me. But then, if you will still take the vaccine, they will still tell you to wear masks after the vaccine, then check what you are actually taking. There has no time in history been that human beings have been so foolish. It's after you finish taking vaccine, still cover. You are taking vaccine for a sickness that is, whose recovery rate is 99.9%. Now, the more stupid one is, they said they are bringing the vaccine to world's poorest nations, Africa, Where the number of people who have died from the deadly pandemic are less than 500. They didn't keep the vaccine for their their people who have died according to their news. 300,000 are dead. 1 million in US are dead. Oga, you need the vaccine more than me. Here, my control is helping me. There's nothing wrong with the vaccine. But why... Why don't you rather keep the vaccine? Use the vaccine. Take it there. You should not be worrying about Africa. Why are you worrying about Africa? In Tanzania, they said there's no, <laughs> there's no record. They said there's nobody's dead in Tanzania. I mean, clearly, it shows clearly that there's nothing wrong over here. So when people are dying, people are dying. I said, take your vaccine. Now other one says, the vaccine is a DNA vaccine. And that's the same vaccine that we're immunized with polio. It's not true. Go and read well. It's not a DNA vaccine. The polio one that we took when we were kids is a DNA vaccine. Even that one still destroyed people. It's a DNA vaccine. This one is called mRNA vaccine. Say it after me. Say mRNA vaccine. Now go and check what the meaning of mRNA vaccine is. Now, why can I say I will not take it? Because you see, For DNA vaccine, the study has been done for years. So we know what a DNA vaccine can do in the life of somebody after 10 years. This one is an experimental shot. We will need about a study of 10 years to know its effect on people. So this is a big experiment. This is the first time human beings are taking mRNA vaccine, if you don't know. I'm not against technology or anything they are trying to find out. I say you take it. I will learn it from you, please. Verse 9. Only rebel not ye against the Lord, neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bread for us. Their defense is departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Fear them not. Verse 10. But all the congregation, I said the majority are not always right. But all the congregation, bade stone them with stones. They said, we will stone you. We will stone you. You are preaching to us. We will stone you. Bible says, And the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before the children of Israel. And the Lord said unto Moses, How long will these people provoke me? And how long will it be ere they believe me for all the signs which I have showed among them? I think God, He said, All the things I have shown you, you still did not believe. Unbelief is a sin. Unbelief is a sin. These are some of the hardest guys I've ever seen. Verse 12. I will smite them with a pestilence and disinherit them and will make of thee a greater nation and mightier than thee. Hallelujah. So, you can see clearly that the majority are not always right. Right? Hmm. So, we come to this place where the scriptures are clear that these people were supposed to go to a land, a land, a land. What is the spiritual connotation of that land? Now, locations are very important to God. Never forget this. Locations are very important to God. God made the heavens and the earth. Those are locations. When Adam sinned, when God came, the first question is, Adam, where are you? Not Adam, what have you done? Adam, where are you? The place I put you, I'm not seeing you there. Locations are important to God. Never forget that. And God planted a garden eastward in Eden. Why those details? Because locations are important to God. When Jesus Christ comes, the Bible says he will go to Jerusalem. Why not Kumasi? Is he not Lord of all? Why won't he go to Mali? Locations are important to God. What God said and told them was that he will actually take them into a land. So when, when Jacob found himself in Canaan and later because of famine was relocated into Egypt, God told them, in fact, when, Jacob was, was, um, uh, when Joseph was about to die, Joseph said, I am dying. He said, but, and the Lord will visit you again. He said, when you are going to the land, he said, take my bones with you. So you could see that all the fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, were making reference to a land. There was a location God wanted them to be. So Moses taking them out of slavery was not just to take them out of slavery. It was to take them out to bring them in, into a, into a land. So this was the promise that God made to them. So go back to Hebrews chapter 4. And you from with that mindset you will now understand what he's saying over there he said for unto us as was the gospel preached as well as unto them but the word preached did not profit them not being mixed with faith in them that heard it verse 3 he said for we we which have believed do enter into rest so the ones who have believed have entered into the land because God told them that when they entered into the land it's a land that flowed with milk and honey That is the rest that he promised them. They will no longer wander about in the wilderness, but they would have come into a place of rest. So, to Israel, that land was Canaan, the promised land. But you see, that land was not the actual land God wanted to give them. That land was only a physical type of the real land that God was actually talking about. How do I know? Because... To israel that land was canaan but bible says that abraham looked for a city he looked for a city whose maker and builder is god he said he looked for a city with foundations whose maker and builder is god that means abraham by the uh, god called abraham a prophet so abraham by the 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 prophetic insights Even though he got into the land, he knew that this is not the place I was actually, I'm looking for. By prophetic insight, he knew that there's a certain land coming. Which, this land is a type of, a land which flows with milk and honey. But um, he looked for a city which had foundations, whose builder and maker is God. This land he's talking about is a land that has its foundations weaned with God that means in that city everything is God what does a location do to you let me tell you this a location decides your destiny listen your location decides your destiny and also your possibilities there are things that will happen for you in Canada that can never happen to you in Atriman Wabija. no matter your prayers it decides somewhat by default your destiny and the possibilities. There are certain things you never have to pray for when you are in probably the U.S. There are some things that you never have to pray for when you are maybe in the U.S. That if you are in Ghana, you have to pray to have. Young boys in Germany can marry. Why? Because you, sometimes you are paid to be a citizen. As, as you are growing up, like they are paying you there are stipends there are people they are giving birth a lot in u.s. because they are. am i right? they are are just giving birth because the more birth they give to the more money the government gives them and the more money that the parent has so you see it is it's like the things that can happen for them now that woman has just given birth to she's not praying to have that money so you see the location there has condition the person's life there's a certain destiny that comes to the person because of his location that is why god said he would take them into a land and he described the land he said the land flows with milk and honey that means now when he says flows with milk and honey it was not actual milk and honey he was telling them that because most of them were actually farmers so what they realized is that when they sow something it just grows so you see god knew that the people's prosperity is dependent on the land In the New Testament, the real land that God wanted to give them was actually Christ. That's why I said, if any man be in Christ. Because Christ is not only a person, Christ is actually a place. So he said, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. The moment the man enters into that land, there is um, a location conditioning that happens. Immediately, he said, all things are passed away. When you enter into that place, immediately your past is not recorded, it does not register there. He said, but all things are become. He said, then all things are of God. He said, all things are of God. All things are of God. Oh, that's what Abraham said. He was looking for a city whose maker and builder is God. That was the location. That was the promised land. That was the promised land. That is the land that was promised them. That was the land that they said will will come to them. So the Israelites walked in the physical, you know, physical um, typology of the land. But the true land was actually Christ. Abraham saw it he saw it he saw that land if any man be Christ. so when you give your, your heart to Jesus Christ when you become a Christian not only has Christ come into your heart you have also gone into Christ you have gone into the land now that land conditions you like I said that land conditions you Hebrews chapter 12 he says verse 22 he said but ye are come unto Mount Zion what is he talking a land He's talking about the land. He said, when you gave your heart to Jesus Christ, he he, said, oh, Marukasekafradedis. When you got born again, you came into a place. You came into a place. Now, he now begins to tell us what is in this land. Why did he take us into this land? Because our possibilities are different. Our possibilities are different in this land. He said, but here I come unto Mount Zion, unto the city of the living God. A land. The heavenly Jerusalem, a land. Hey, 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 hey. Why is he calling the heavenly Jerusalem? Because there was a, there is a physical Jerusalem. Then he begins to name the possibilities. He said to an innumerable company of angels. That means when you come into this land, you are not alone. Come on, come on, come on. So, heaven is alarmed when you say I'm lonely. Heaven is alarmed when you say I'm lonely. Because when they when they look in the spirit, when you the land in which you are standing, they, they said angels are just passing by, angels are just passing by. They are walking with you there. Oh, reminds me of Elisha. Reminds me of Elisha. <laughs> when Gehazi said ah, they have come to gather, he said, Oh, I wish that God would open your eyes, so that you will see that they that be with us are more. He said we have come to an innumerable company of angels when that land had not come Jesus stood on earth he said "Um, don't you know that if I want angels I will pray to my father and he will send legion of angels because the land he was not yet in that land so the father has to send now the father doesn't have to send the angels we are in the company your first friends are not human beings (laughs) your first set of friends are an innumerable company of angels why sometimes the angels are shocked at some of the things you say I'm lonely they are like ah oh boy oh boy we've been here since ye are come unto Mount Zion unto the city of the living God the heavenly Jerusalem to an innumerable company of angels are you aware that in the business you are doing there are angels involved they are just waiting for you to say something they are just waiting for you to say something in the name of Jesus ah how is it that 10,000 people gathered and there was no flyer? It was angelic invitations. Listen, Angel Sabi wrote, Are you listening? Angel Sabi wrote, But he had come. He didn't say, You will come unto Mount Zion. This is the promised land. He said, You already come unto Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels. Verse 23. He said to the general assembly of the Church of the Firstborn. <laughs> to the general assembly, do you know? Do you know the meaning of general assembly? He's talking about um, the Church of the Firstborn, the people who come from Jesus Christ. And he says they are the general assembly. That means people whose names are actually registered. So you see over there, say said to the general assembly. Oh, how many of you w- ever went to assembly? When you sat in assembly, the, you you go over there. He said that uh, God has called us to an assembly, and we are standing in the assembly, and. You cannot stand in the assembly life if you are not a student. the only thing that qualifies you to stand in the assembly in the morning is because you're a student he said to the general assembly of the church of the firstborn which are written in heaven the word written in heaven means which are registered in heaven ladies and gentlemen my name your name is registered in heaven you are not trying to enter heaven you are a citizen of heaven he said you are come unto my son." he said to the general assembly of the church of the firstborn which are registered in heaven not only that what's other possibility in that land he said and to God, the judge of all. In that place, in that land, God is there. God is there. God is there. It doesn't end there. There's another possibility over there. He said, And to the spirits of just men made perfect. (laughs) Do do you understand the spirit of just men made perfect? The spirit of just men made perfect are our family members who have gone to be with the Lord. So we are in this land. That means. Kineticon is watching me, EW Canyon is watching us and they are challenged by the things we are doing